Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech sports news. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Text us at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, live from the Sports Talk 97.7 studio here in Ruston, Louisiana. Thanks for joining us on this beautiful December 28th evening. Beck, good evening. Good evening, BC. Uh, how are you? I'm good. Glad Christmas is over. Had a, a nice little Christmas, but have you taken the lights down yet? No, we haven't. We haven't even touched it. Uh, when, when's the appropriate time? Because the wife keeps telling me we I mean, got to go through New Year's Day. Yeah, we got people. They rush right there, BC. Oh, Taves. I mean, my, of course. yeah, but through Year's. the end of the year. I mean, the weekend of Christmas is always busy, so you ain't doing that. But you got the people that are like four o'clock on Christmas Day. Their stuff's up. And did you see Jeff Schwartz with Fox Sports? Uh, uh-uh, I did not. Okay, Jeff Sports at like 8 a.m. Christmas Day, he's hauling the tree to the Already. To the road. Gets done with the presents and he's done. <laughs> Cracks me up. Yeah, you got that. There's definitely that camp of people. We're uh, we're just, hey, we're tired from Christmas. Let's just relax a little bit and then we'll clean up you know, yeah. on a nice little Saturday. Nah, here, yeah, here. Your big show plan for tonight. Uh, of course, uh, you can get us on the hotline or text line 888 uh, I got Eric Conkle, head coach of the Duncan Dogs, coming up at 6.30. Brooks Store, the Lady Texers, coming up at 6.45. Both of those programs, both the Duncan Dogs and Lady Texers, are getting set to open conference play on Thursday night. Duncan Dogs will host Marshall. That's an 8 p.m. tip inside the Thomas Assembly Center on ESPN2 and ESPNU. It'll be simulcast on both networks. Lady Texters will be on the road at Marshall, I believe that's a 5 p.m. local tip our time. So we'll catch up with both Coach Conkle and Coach Store uh, to break down not only the non-conference slate, but also the upcoming conference slate. Did you catch the the Lady Texters' last game against McNeese before the Christmas Did break? Did not catch it. They win by 17. 17. 74-57. But here's the kicker. They shoot 28% from the field. Ooh. But they attempted 46 free throws and made 40 of them. Oh, my. Yeah. Probably a little three-hour game, game down yeah, in Lake Charles. a slow game. No doubt about it. So, hey, uh, uh, win's a win, you know. Uh, dub is a dub. Dub is a dub. You'll take it any way you can get it. I believe the Lady Texters finish up their non-conference slate at 8-3 and three overall. So, I feel uh, like 70-plus points is pretty good for uh, women's hoops. Women's hoops. Is yeah, that, you got to take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. Duncan Dogs, of course, we, we talked last week. They were getting set to host Crowley's Ridge on a Wednesday afternoon. That's uh, kind of like Bishop Norman, but different. <laughs> exactly. That's a great way to put it. Uh, they pick up a 99-56 win. I believe 10 dogs played at least 14 minutes. Uh, Kenneth Law. What was it, 96 to what? 99-56. Oh, close one. They had a baby Barkley. Snoozer of the week. Uh, it was a snoozer. Uh, Crowley's Ridge had a baby Barkley that dropped, I believe, 20. Okay. He's a six foot four post player. Pretty good. Reminded me of you a little bit. A little bit. Uh, spent a little bit more time in the paint than you uh, tend to. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he was a pretty good player. Uh, I would imagine he might uh, enter the old transfer portal, see if he can 
uh, play for Southern Arkansas or some other. That's a good game to get a lot of guys some playing time. Like yeah, they a did. lot of players playing a lot of minutes. Yeah, no doubt. Stacy Thomas returned to the lineup for the Dogs as well uh, after missing the first eleven games of the year. Uh, Thomas finished with real quick. Let me get to this. Uh, six points, five rebounds, fourteen minutes of action. Uh, here's the kicker, though. A lot of kickers early That's on the show. Mean. <laughs> Thomas was 0 for 4 at the free throw line. Wow. Rest of the team. You know what the Tech faithful would say? They'd say he needs to practice his free throws. Uh, rest of the team was 13 right. of 13, so they might, got, he might need to. <laughs> uh, here's another kicker for you. I've heard through the grapevine that uh, he's about as nice of a guy. Stacy Thomas. Yeah, like the biggest teddy bear ever. He kind of looks like I mean, a teddy like, bear. I'm talking about. I got some firsthand information, and, and everybody loves him. But he's, he's just, good for a hug. Just the biggest teddy bear you ever met in your life. You looks got, like a looks like a Terminator. Yeah, but you got to love a teddy bear coming off the bench yeah. to play in the post. Yeah, <laughs> but practice your free throws, teddy bear. You know, <laughs> come on with it, let Stacy Thomas. We we need a little more uh, a little more Terminator, a little less teddy bear. Uh, Beck, we we got on going tonight. We got the Liberty Bowl. Uh, new head football coach at Louisiana Tech, Sonny Cumbie, coaching his final game of the Red Raiders. He, of course, he's one and three as the interim coach. But hey, you could cover it all up with a bowl win. How you could. How, how close attention are you paying to this? One? Well, th- this is uh, this is interesting. It's a little glimpse into what we would think would be the future of what the Tech football, at least the Tech offense, would look like. I'm I'm curious as to how much. Uh, coaching and preparation he's done. Do you have any idea? I mean, he's been in Ruston until about a week ago. Was two watching weeks ago. was watching some of his tweets throughout the week leading up to great way to analyze. By the way, yeah, uh, gave a lot of a credit to his assistant coaches uh, for kind of handling the prep. Yeah, uh, so I'd imagine but, he didn't have a whole lot to do with the game. But plan. I'll tell you this: just being able to watch him on the sideline, you're getting a little bit of a feel of what's he's like, what he's like in game. No Very competitor, no visor. We're a little oh, bummed don't about get the me visor. Started. That's our first bone to pick with Sonny Cumbie when he gets back to Rust. But but, but hey, I, maybe he's a visor guy in Ruston. Yeah, we've watched one offensive drive. Uh, they scored on the first drive fairly easily. Um, a lot of running, a lot of yes. power running. But the other biggest takeaway, which no surprise, it's quick. Uh, another quick big, offense. Another big takeaway: Mississippi State looks like a bunch of teddy bears. They do, <laughs> they do. Uh, but but Cumbie's a. Uh, I'm not saying he's a raw rock guy, Ben, but he's out there. He's going out to midfield during timeouts. He's firing the players. Got a up. question for you? What? This is gonna ruffle the feathers a little bit. Being that Sonny Cumbie is a Texas Tech Red Raider at heart, do you think he'll be a Red helmet guy. Whoa. At Tech. Whoa. If he knows what's good for him, he won't be. There's two sides to that story. I'm I'm obviously on the side of I don't love a red helmet. Uh, You're a white helmet guy. But I get it. It's That's classic Tech. And so I get it. But, you know, it is a little weird to see him in the red again. You saw him, you know, you got all the pictures yeah. of him wearing red. Then he was here wearing blue for a few weeks. Now he's back in the red. be interesting to see if dogs wear red, white, red a lot on the road. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. This is uh this is interesting, you know. Uh this this is uh, a a glimpse into the future and it's and you know, obviously I've n I haven't cared about Texas Tech like this <laughs> in a long time. Or bowl games in general. Let's just be honest. Okay, let's talk they about sneak that. up on you. A lot of bowl games so been cancelled these days. Yeah, but it's been what, a week and two weeks since like a meaningful regular season game? Yeah, yeah. But, three. Yeah, three. So that you just college football is so strange to me in that regard that you know, you have your, your championship weekend, and then it's just like a bunch of random games for the next yeah. couple weeks. And then, oh, wait, here comes playoffs uh, after on like Friday. a month on a Friday. And then, uh, but yeah, 
apparently everybody's just canceling. Nobody wants to play football. So anymore. what do you think of that? Do you think that's a obviously it's not a great look for college football. Do you think it's more of an indictment of the programs that are actually canceling? No, I or think is it, it more of an indictment towards the actual. You're programs? not going to like this, Ben. You're not. But this to me just just proves what everybody thinks about bowl games. They're participation trophies. I, I and yeah, they're fun. You get a little get some AirPods. That's you know? my you point. Get, you get a little gift when you go. But they really don't mean anything, and we've known this for years. The way for these, for these places, seniors, seen, whatever. I'm just saying, people don't that's make money. That's my biggest argument. They though. don't care. But they don't care. My biggest argument is this: What what do we have? The NCAA saying like 99.2 percent of NCAA athletes go professional in something other than sports. But then, like, you want to cancel the kids' last games of the season? Did you see the? UCLA NC State news today. Yeah, like five hours before kickoff. Yeah, off. they canceled the game. Like, good oh, lord! Like, NC just... State traveled like fifteen hundred thousand miles across the country, showed up to the stadium, put the pads on. It's like, right. see, ya. moment of silence for NC State fans. Had a rough year. Wow. Happy just to end. remind you, uh, in the College World Series, they uh, they were tied one to one with Vanderbilt. Was it? Yeah. Or... No, they were up. They up. had to be beat twice. Yeah, and then. Uh, Got called because there was one positive test, right? Yes, initially. So they just cut it. Uh, there's your season's cut short. And then they have this happen in the bowl game. You hate to see it, but you got... Okay, Ben, here's the I thing. I love some COVID okay, so shenanigans. Tech season ended a couple weeks ago. I'm at, like, you know, you, you know, you're in the inside. How many players leave campus or go, you know, Quickly, move on? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been three weeks and some of those guys have left. I mean, so you got guys that are have been there sticking around, going to <laughs> practice, team meetings, lifting weights, and then they're like, oh! Missing Christmas with yeah, their family. Yeah, missing Christmas with their family, and then, you know, psych, we're not playing. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty the... disgusting to me. No, it I'm really is. It, it is concerning. But it... I get that you don't want to put your players out there and just, if if half your O-line is quote-unquote got COVID, then you don't want to st- well, stick also, your scrubs out there. Also, the thing I think, too, though, you look at some of these teams that are canceling. You they know, don't want to play. You look at Boise State. They were seven and five. They didn't have a Boise State type year. You look at Miami. Miami was six and six. They changed head coaches. Like Virginia, they changed head coaches. They, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of programs that are in a little bit of turmoil. Yeah, they don't want to play. Yeah, they don't. They don't. I, you ain't gonna Perfect hear no excuse. argument from me. Perfect excuse. But that is tough for guys that are that didn't know they were playing their last game. And didn't it's get over. A chance. It's over. It's over. Yeah, it's over. So I I feel for that, but I, I bet. I don't know. I know how I feel. I don't know how you feel, but if I'm as disinterested in some of these bowl games as, is, if I'm any indication of what the rest of the world's feeling slash some of these players, like it's just it's pathetic. Brett jumps in and says the real question is when is Champ getting some six shooters would give a bit more entertainment to the old here comes Champ get your guns right. up. Brett, we haven't changed a dang thing. <laughs> In 150 years. I would love something different. We can get rid of the We Are Bulldogs thing because you know what? Turns out we didn't come up with that. Oh, shocker. Yeah. So let's just go ahead and adopt the Red Raiders with the six (laughs) shooters. We just steal everything anyways. Hey, what if we started... I'm waiting for Tech to announce that we're having yell leaders now. That's what I'm waiting for. It could happen. What What if Tech started yelling, ever loyal be? What would you think of that one? Wouldn't be shocked. It's better than Here Comes Champ. Well, that ain't saying much. Yeah. Which, uh, uh, by the way, we're going to be in BNBC. We haven't talked about this, but we're going to get a petition going to eliminate Here Comes Champ. If you want to sign that petition, you can subscribe to Bleed Take Blue, nine ninety five a month for the best. H-B-T. 
right. D. If we can get Joey Fresh to Joey lead Fresh that, is on the road this he, week. No. Unfortunately. He's not listening. Unfortunately. I subbed him for him just saying. No, we right. appreciate it. If dude. we could get him to lead that. How about them dogs? Hey, win or lose. Win or BC. Lose. <laughs> BC. This game is not on skip. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love Joey, it. Joey, we miss you. We're going to get you. Shout in the out studio. to you, Joey. How about this Can news? Can we get Joey on an NIL deal? Is that possible? We might need we you. Need How about need... this breaking news uh, outside of the world of tech athletics? John Madden passed away this morning. No. no. Unexpected. No. Age of 85. No way. Yep. Adam Schefter uh, broke the news two minutes ago, actually. Oh, my God. I'm. You know what? I'm glad that, that his documentary got dropped Me before too. that. Oh, my gosh. I was just thinking the other day, like, he's he's. Old. You know, or, since he retired, you haven't heard a lot about John no. Madden. No, he he hung it up, and he's like, I'm, he I'm, done, I'm done with public Man, life. And that was, he rarely made any appearances or interviews. He, yeah. he hung it up, he hung it up. He hung it up. To final show of 2021 this tonight. This is the final show? Oh, I thought you meant the season. I was like. You were a little Woo! jacked up. I wasn't jacked up. Okay, I just, he was like, yeah, I was just five surprised. weeks on well, deck. We got three days Wait, left, How long so. do we go? Uh, I believe first week in Tomorrow, February, right. maybe the second. Okay. So right. we got about six shows left. Okay. You going to be here for all gotta, six yeah, or uh, are you taking a road trip? We'll see. School board meeting pops up. You know I got to be there. Turkey season or something like hey, that. That ain't until uh, you know. April, Taves. We'll be all right. Taves, uh, one thing that's doing us some favors, this warmer winter weather. Yeah, I quit, like I, I quit hunting like it's a month and a half ago. I quit hunting like a month and a half It's too hot right now. He's, he's tired of the old mosquito bites. Yep. Tired of the old Actually, I think we get, I think we get a cold front this weekend. He'll be back yeah, it's out. It's twenty two on Monday night. You better <laughs> better wrap the pipes, PC. Uh, better wrap the kids up as they go back to school <laughs> on Tuesday. Actually, hey, how about an eighty degree winter tape or uh, Christmas day? Yeah, that, that was uh, uh, not too pleased. Sweating, getting the kids out so of the car hot, at the end. So hot, my house caught on fire. Oh, oh, tapes. Tapes. Too, too soon, too tapes. soon. I mean, I can't poke fun at myself <laughs> at my own tragedies. <laughs> Good point. We Taves. are thankful that Taves is here with us. I Appreciate that. Yeah. We are. Yeah. So let's go ahead and take our first time out. We come back from the break. What are your best memories of 2021? What were some of the greatest individual performances of Tech Athletics? Athletes, excuse yeah, me. Last week we looked at our favorite moments of 2021. What are some of yours? about some indivi- individual performances. Yeah. Let's take a look at it. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Sports Talk 97.7. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience Uncommon Banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. 
This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatterload, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Head coach Eric Kunkel and the Duncan Dogs are hungry for another shot at the postseason. Well, we've got a storied history here. For a chance to give their all. What we look at is great opportunity. And for an opportunity to rise to new heights. Everybody's trying to elevate their role into something greater this year than what they had a year ago. The Duncan Dogs hit the hardwood all season long. Right here on your home for Bulldogs basketball. The LaTex Sports Network from Learfield. Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Oh, wow. Sonny Cumbie calls a run play on third and five in the red zone only to kick a field goal. Oh, I can hear it now. Oh, I can hear it already. Gosh. The tech face. Should we tell him when he comes here, like, hey, we're just a little sensitive. Don't (laughs) don't do that. (laughs) If it, just wait till like the third game to do that. Do not do that the first game. Oh, the tech. They even throw a pick six. We would rather that than three yards on a third and five. E- just, easy there now. I'm just, I, no, do, I do like the points. We would Tapes. rather the Ian Book. Tapes. Okay, can we talk about how absolutely atrocious Ian Book looked last night? That went on him, man. Oh, Tapes. <laughs> I could have got two sacks last night. Tapes. <laughs> Hey, eight this sacks. is Ian Book. I'm panicking. I don't care if there's if, if he's Alvin panicking. Kamara's... He had three dudes in his face in a second and a half every oh, play. Taves, he just he made his mind up before the ball was snapped. He said, "I'm throwing to Kamara. I don't care if he's quadruple covered." Which, by the way, Kamara. When you only got a second and a half to throw the ball, that's about all you're going to get. That's a good uh, point. It's a very good point. Taves, listen to this. I needed Jalen Waddle. What's his name? Was that his name? Yes, Jalen Waddle. I needed him. Oh, to score. I told Tapes to rag you because you can't win nothing in the playoffs. I can't win nothing. It's nothing not, sounds like my fantasy You're football terrible. career. Ta- I mean, Sutton had T. Higgins who scored forty-one. Yeah, shout out to and then Al or Josh Allen to scored thirty-one. Tapes, I needed him to score thirty, no twenty-nine points, and he scored twenty-six. And I was well, good. I made a little prop bet with my buddy in our uh. fifth place game, and he had Burrow and Higgins going. He scored two hundred thirty-two points. Oh my god! <laughs> Beat me by ninety-five. <laughs> shout out to T. Ball Higgins for the performance. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, Brad Johnson says favorite individual player moment of twenty twenty-one still has to be Dusty Dickerson. <laughs> One of the greatest Bulldogs to ever grace the diamond, decked out in mustard and black. Yeah, it doesn't Dusty have to be special. a tech athlete. It can just <laughs> it can be one individual performance that you love. My, one of my favorite individual performances was, and, and listen, I, I don't think that we ever doubted that Tech was going to win, but when you go back to that regional, and Tech's hosting the regional, all the hoopla, like, I got all my family like, buy me tickets, buy me tickets. Like, I spent like $1,000, and like, they still owe me for like 900 of it. If you're listening, Mom, like, just send the check. It'll be fine. <laughs> but uh, that Ryder game, incredible atmosphere. So good. 
And then Hunter Wells has nine RBIs and hits two dingers. Oh. Like, that was pretty sweet. Okay, so I told you that I met Hunter Wells' mom at the Dunkin' Donuts. Yes. Not, what is Dunkin' Donuts? Was that the day after that no, game? No, it was Daylight Donuts. Yes. Yeah. yeah so they, That was the day after yeah, that game. She was, like, flying in from Seattle every yes, weekend. Yes, his parents live in Seattle. And, uh, and then after Tech's last game when we lost, I was walking out of the stadium, and she found me and gave me a hug and, and, and thanked me. I was like, Wait, we just bonded over this incredible weekend. She's the nicest lady I've ever met in my life. Did you tell her that these were the first games you had been to all year? <laughs> Sorry. Man, don't Too do, soon. It's, it's, don't do me like that. <laughs> don't don't even. I had to. I had to. Uh, I'm going to go, you know, that Sunday game against Arkansas. Oh, two-hit shutout two by Two-hit shutout by Wharf. It's just, I think that gave Tech a little bit of like, okay, wasn't that like an okay. 11 a.m. first pitch, yeah. too? Game was over by like 12.30. Yeah, it's like, man. Still got the kids down for nap. I mean, even though like, we lost two or three of those. And even, honestly, that Friday night game, uh, was it Jalen Battles? Is that his name? Yes. Yeah, he hit one off the top of the apartments to win it. But. A, a lot of people were very irritated at Arkansas fans that weekend. Oh. I enjoyed oh. that. So, I think that makes sporting the, events better. Yeah, what do you – I mean, what do you want? They're, I mean – a good friend of the program, shout out. He probably won't listen, so this is fine. Lane Davison. It doesn't matter if he goes to a peewee, seven fans. under uh, foot, baseball game, t-ball game. He just always says is the opposing fans were awful. The opposing fans were awful. I'm like, Lane, what do you want? Yeah. What do you want out of these people? Like, you don't want them to cheer for their little team? Like Battle's family, his dad sitting up oh, there. Oh, the, the nicest corner. guy of all time. Nicest dude in the world. His son hits one off the apartments, and I'm like, Dad, go. What, do you, Lane, what, what, what does Lane want him to do? Just be like, hey, good job, son. Hey, be respectful when you jog around those gra- <laughs> those bases. Don't you smile. Like, that's what he wants. Yeah, like he just hit a dinger off the apartment. But, like, I mean, celebrate this, is, this, is, this is very, like, I get it. But that a Friday night game. Was the first weekend like about the second, second weekend, weekend of the of the of the new love show? Yeah, like the number one team in the country, right at the time. Like, oh, it was. And we take them to freaking extras. It. it was awesome. Are you serious? And I ain't here for moral victories, but I'm here for moral atmosphere. I like left that. that game feeling like I had just won the World Series and we lost. Yes. If, if you can do that to me, Rustin, I'm my good. gosh, I'm good. I also well to love- me that just communicated this season's going to be different. Like yeah. this is going to be a different season, and it was. It was. All right, listen, I don't know if Lane Burroughs is listening right now. He's but I probably got, not. I got a question for you. Will Tech ever host another baseball regional? Absolutely. 100%. Hey, it's, it's a fair question to ask. We've never done it before. Why are you so convicted it'll happen again? Convicted or convinced? Both. <laughs> I, just, I, I just think Tech baseball is the, the brand on campus that has the best chance of being sustainable. Fair I love that Manny Garcia walk-off dinger against Southern Miss to split the series hey, at home. If anybody had swag, it was it Manny. was Manny Garcia. Oh. He could trot around them bases with the best of them. <laughs> oh, he had a great home run trot. There was just so many games that ended in such a like electric fashion, and to have two walk-offs in the same day. I hate to repeat myself from last week, but Matuya, oh Phil, yeah. I mean, average hair though. Oh, just incredible. I mean. Just incredible. Sorry, Matulia. Average hair. Cumbie puts you to shame. Uh, <laughs> other individual performances. Kenneth Lofton Jr. in the third place NIT game went for 27-13. and 13. I felt like that was his true coming out party. I feel he, like you disqualified yourself by saying NIT, but go ahead. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, he's also had... 
two monster performances here early on in twenty twenty at the end of the well, I guess the next basketball season, 2021-2022. Uh, went for 36 points, 17 rebounds at NC State. Also had 31 points, 14 rebounds against Santa Clara. Um, like Tabes and I and Nick were talking before the show, I don't think Kenneth Lofton will be back in Ruston next year. You really don't? No. Nah. Was he a junior? He's a sophomore, but what's, what Did else? he going to the draft? Yeah, what else do they have to prove in college basketball? I don't know, win a national championship or something? Jeez. Wow. Uh, football. Were there any great individual performances in football? Uh, no. Let's just skip over the whole season. Just a total wash. Fair. I don't got anything good to say. We did have a couple bowlers, or one bowler in particular, that bowled a 300 hey, twice. Shout out. Yeah. Don't That's have, a tough thing to do. Don't have her name. Sorry. Brett uh, says, can never say never. A better question is, will we be alive to ever see Tech host another regional? Probably not. Brett. But twenty one thirty four could be the year. Brett, come on. Come on, Brett. Thirty four. <laughs> Brett, we, we might We are preseason ranked number fifteen, Brett. Brett, we might still be kicking in twenty one thirty four. Don't ever doubt our powers. Um sorry for being optimistic on the one program on campus right now that can fire me up. I think the one individual performance Besides women's bowling. The one individual performance that stood out to me in football. Again, just dying to hear this. Individual. Baby Barnes going three for three. Shout out to Baby Barnes. But I voted for him for Louisiana Sports Writer Association. Oh, you get a vote, uh, do you? Yes, yes. Do, when did, how do they notify you that you get a vote? They just send you a little uh, email? Shoot me a little email. Um, I must just pass those things out. Tabes, did you get one? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get one. The Maybe Al- I did. Probably deleted the email. The Austin Kendall performance at NC State was pretty special. It's a loss, though. Uh, so Never what? to forget the clock mismanagement at the end of that game. 341 yeah. yards through the air, three touchdowns, also had 71 yards on the ground. Like, that's kind of an all Yeah, he's still a dog back then. Yeah. Yeah, that was before the injuries. Before the injuries. Um, I'll give you that one. That was pretty good. Low points. <laughs> uh, shout out to you, Frank Gore Jr. We appreciate it. Wow, Sonny Cumbie's jacked up as the Red Raiders lead 10 nothing after the first quarter. I don't believe that referee wants Sonny in his ear anymore. <laughs> Just told him to do his job, I think. Uh, hey, Sonny, uh, I would love somebody to be mad at the referees. He's going to have his hands full with, uh, with Conference <laughs> USA referees. <laughs> hey, what is it? Every game, every week, every year, James? Okay. We probably need to have a, a conversation. Every with game, every week. Every game, we got every single. We got my, in my worst Vic Fangio every day, <laughs> we <got> every <laughs> week. We got to have every call <laughs> in every quarter <laughs> of every game every week. <laughs> Just terrible. We got to have a little uh, shout out to Judy. God. <laughs> shout out Judy. Good Lord, you're talking about a low point twenty twenty one. How about our conference getting just flambasted by <laughs> everyone else under the sun. Holy cow, Judy. There's a low point for sure. Mail it in already, Judy. Turn the two weeks in and head to the local funeral I home. I reckon she's in her nap- nightgown by now. Zero doubt, Taves. Sipping on some Watching Wheel of Fortune. Watching Wheel of Fortune. Sipping on a glass of wine. Eating some of her precious holiday pecans. Like, holy cow. Werther's Originals. 
Probably so. Unnamed texter says another low point for Tech this season. Tech blowing the lead. You know, in the preview, it just says Tech blowing Which the lead. Which one? I know, exactly, Tapes. <laughs> they said Mississippi State to open the football season, but I didn't even have to read. The, I'm telling you, the preview of the Tech says Tech blowing the lead, dot, dot, dot. I mean, you just put any loss at the end of that and just blew it. Uh, I would say Southern Miss uh, walking State, out of the stadium was uh, pretty rough. SMU, Southern Miss. Never, uh, never mind the Rice. Debacle. Rice. Never mind ODU had won a game against a D one opponent in three years. <laughs> and I'm on second hand now. It's, it's unbelievable how much I blocked this season out. Like I just that was just not even. A, so what do we have to do to get you back for 2022? Uh, just I don't know. Try like uh, act, act like you care at all, team. Are you coach? Taking your talents to South Beach. Uh, <laughs> he might. James, I'm headed to Destin for football season. <laughs> There ain't nothing for I me. Ain't here. Yeah. <laughs> right, uh, you'll see me jogging shirtless down the old boulevard. <laughs> Tell me Tell you, ben, I just, I seriously just want somebody to act like they care. Uh, Nate, like, Cumby, just, hey, if the guys, eight games in the season, if they act like they care at all, hey, you're, you're a freaking hero. You're, golden. you're a hero. We're <laughs> building a statue <laughs> out and putting you in front of the stadium Dave's because unnamed. the guys care. <laughs> eight games in the season, they care. Dave's unnamed texture says Judy wears boxers, not a nightgown. I'll leave that one alone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with the old uh, holiday pecans. Good Lord, if I see another holiday pecan show up at my house, I might throw up. Let's go ahead, take your oh. next time out. We come back from the break. Eric Cockle, Dunkin' Dogs, will join us. You're listening at the Bleed Take Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. This is Jason Walker with Louisiana National Bank. No matter if you're buying your starter home or your forever home, Louisiana National Bank can take care of all of your home buying needs. Our rates and closing costs are competitive with not only your home team bank, but also those big online lenders. We have an amazing product portfolio, which means more ways to get you in your dream home, including low and no down payment options for qualified customers and properties. Conveniently apply online at ln.bank. L for Louisiana, N for national.bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. DQ fans, no need to stress this holiday season when you can chill out with the Candy Cane Chill Blizzard of the Month. Made with peppermint candy cane pieces, Choco Chunks, and our world-famous DQ Soft Serve, it's the perfect treat to help you kick back, relax, and enjoy this holiday season. Dairy Queen style. Take some me time today and try the Candy Cane Chill Blizzard of the Month only at your DQ. Happy tastes good. Volunteer and invest in our local community. Looking for a way to get involved to volunteer and invest in our local community? You won't find any better than the United Way of Northeast Louisiana. The United Way is committed to creating lasting community change in the areas of education, health, and financial stability. If you're interested in getting involved, visit unitedwaynela.org today. The United Way fights for education, health, and financial stability of every person living in Northeast Louisiana. So get involved today. Go online at unitedwaynela.org. You gotta love it. 
tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC. Beck Haynes, John Tabor, now joins us on the hotline. Head coach of the Dunkin' Dogs, Eric Cockle. Coach, how we doing tonight? Doing great, guys. How are you doing? We are doing very well. Uh, 12 games into this thing, 9-3 and three overall. Uh, I, I guess right out of the gate, overall, your thoughts on where your team is at 12 games into this thing? Well, we're always a work in progress, and this season's no different. Of course, we've, we've been dealt with some different injuries and had to retool our roster a little bit and how we play, but really like this group of guys. They, they're resilient. They love to work every day. They're excited about conference play beginning, and we're just going to keep trying to get better and better, and they, they've got the, the, the right attitude to go with it to, to do that. So looking forward to the opportunities coming up. And, and, you know, you go back, you look at the LSU game, I, I guess it's – you know, a little over a week ago, 10 days ago now, uh, the ULL home game. You had a big uh, road win at Santa Clara. You went on the road at NC State. How important was it for you in in the non-conference to get your team into some of those hostile environments to get them ready for what they're going to see in Conference USA play? Well, I'm really pleased with the schedule that we were able to put together and a, a good bit of the results. Uh, even the games that we fell a little short on, we get, we took a lot from because this year's Conference USA schedule is going to be really, really strong. But I think about the, the Lafayette victory at home, uh, the narrow loss uh, against LSU in a great environment over in Bossier, but playing really good teams like Texas Southern and Jackson State. Those teams are going to challenge for the SWAC championship and have beaten other teams. Um, just so many good opportunities. The win at Santa Clara, those guys are going to challenge for the, the top of the West Coast Conference. So we, we've been in some battles. Uh, we've had some really good victories. We've had some close losses. We've had some losses that we've had to learn a lot from. But we're going to be challenged in a big way come Thursday night as we start conference play against Marshall. And we're going to be able to go back on these games that we played in the non-conference to help us. And we talked so much about Kenneth Lofton Jr. We talk, we talked a lot about Isaiah Crawford before he got hurt. We talk about Kobe Williams, but how crucial is that senior leadership that Amari Archibald and Xavier Christian give you guys? It's huge, and for a number of reasons. And let's talk about the intangible first. Both of these guys have been in this program for five straight years. They've not only improved during their time here but they've got a tremendous amount of pride in this program. And that drives them in practice each day. It drives them on game day. Um, they really feel like this is their program, and they should. And that's what I've always wanted, it to be a players-led program. And it's just it's something that spreads among everybody else in the team, and it's, it's a wonderful thing to see. Coach, can you talk a little bit about how you deal with the ebbs and flows of a season? You, 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 know, you play roughly 30 games. You've got a Christmas break. Uh, a few days off in the middle of that. What is that like to uh, to get the guys back engaged and uh, after roughly you know through a third of the season? Well, the first thing is it's a it is a good time to have a a little bit of a break. It really marks the separation of the season for us, where we go from non conference play to regular season conference play, and we've been doing this a long time now. We really got back together in in June, had a little break before the school year started, and then we've been. We've been away and running, and so it's good for guys to have a little separation for a couple of days, see their families, because we're going to be at it now for a good long while in conference play. But 
I think over the course of a long basketball season, and here at Tech, it stretches across three academic quarters. Uh, it's just so important not to get too, too high and not to get too, too low. To come with a, a great workmanlike approach, to try to get better every single day. And we go out and try to recruit guys that love basketball and, and, and want to do that. And thankfully, we've, we found a group of guys that want to get better every day and compete. Stacy Thomas returned to the lineup against Crowley's Ridge oh, last Wednesday. Uh, to get him in there, to get him 14 minutes of game action entering conference play, you talked about some of the injuries you guys had or have had. Uh, how big was it just to add another body in the front court? It's really big. And, and, and Stacy's got size. He's got athleticism. He's got physicality. And he's got experience. And, you know, I give a, a lot of credit to Junior for the minutes he's played. Kenny Hunter has done a great job of stepping into a big role and helped us. Uh, David Green, David Christian, who's really a guard, has played more of a, a small ball four position, and that will continue. But just gives us more flexibility. I mean, uh, we had we had a conversation yesterday before practice, just talking about conference play. And David and Christian at the end said, "Hey, hey guys, welcome to the gauntlet, and it's the gauntlet of Conference USA, where you play Thursday, Saturday, quick turnarounds. You got to have depth, and you've got to have flexibility and versatility. And adding Stacy to that mix helps us." Coach, uh, can you talk a little bit about the com- the camaraderie with these guys? How does it compare to other years? Is that something that you feel like you get better at, at facilitating and cultivating as you get further along in your career? Does that have a lot to do with just the makeup of the team? I think it's so much a part of the recruiting process and also the, the type of environment you have every day. I mean, we we talk about three things. You come to our office, it's attitude, commitment, and class, and we want guys with great attitudes and guys that can handle adversity, um, but guys that also have a lot of energy and, and really love basketball. And that's what we look for in recruiting. And when you do that, guys love coming to work every day, uh, coming to practice, coming to individual work, coming to the weight room. And, of course, there's tough days, but when you really love something, you're passionate about something, and then you put a group of guys that got a lot of juice, you can have a lot of fun. And it's a fun group to be around. Um in, in the great moments, the great victories, or even the tough losses, uh, they're guys that I want to go through that with. And we think about that all the time in recruiting, and it's a big, big part of what we look for. And you guys, you mentioned you, you play so many four-guard lineups as you've gotten into this thing, and obviously Christian's playing that you know small ball four, and he's been in the program five years. I would imagine he has a great understanding of how important it is to get on the glass as a guard. But for some of those younger guys – that are seeing some minutes, the rebounding aspect of it on the defensive end. How do you drill that point home to where you don't have some of those mistakes and you can pull down that big rebound late maybe to seal a game? Well, it's definitely something that we've got, we, we are emphasizing daily, and we do it in two ways. We watch video every day. We talk stats all the time. We have goals of what rebound percentage we want, and then we do a rebounding drill every single day. Uh, we've been doing it now for the last several weeks, just saying that, guys, we, we may be smaller in a lot of positions, but we, we've got we've to chop these big trees down, and we've got to get in front, and we've got to be able to be position-oriented, and we've got to clean up the glass um, because we're, it's just who we are right now, and it, it's improving, and we're showing them how we're improving, uh, nationally in the league, 
and we just got to keep getting better and better. It is a long season, and I think this team's got some growth in front of it. We just got to keep chipping away at it every day. And you never like to see a guy struggle, but it feels like over the last month or so, Keeson Willis hasn't shot the ball as well as he's capable of shooting. Does that make you, I, I don't know if, does it make you more optimistic knowing that at some point you just know he's going to break out and start, start knocking down big shot after big shot? Well, and, and yes, I believe in the law of averages. And he went 7-12 in a game, and it's hard to expect him to go 7-12 for 12 and, and shoot nearly 60%. Um, so sometimes it takes a little dip. He went 3-7 in our last game out. And he's had two great practices since he came back. Keaston Willis is a huge part of this team, and he can really stroke it. He's one of the best that we've had. He's in the in the Boykins, Rain, Caleb Ledoux, you know, those types of guys that can really shoot it. He's right in that same category. And we're counting on him. We have complete confidence in him just to keep shooting it, keep, and keep getting the next one. Next one's going to fall. How comfortable are you with the rotation that you've established in non-conference play? Well, I'm continuing to get more and more comfortable. Of course, we've got some veterans that have seen a lot of action, and you just typically in early parts of the season, you lean on those guys a lot. We're continuing to develop our depth with the new guys in our program, and we've got uh, across the board a fairly young team and a lot of guys that are in their first year, but they've had moments. Now we're just looking to build that consistency. Of course, we're trying to incorporate Stacy into the mix, but We've got flexibility with in the guard position with guys like Caleb Stewart and LaDamian Bradford and uh, even Taron Williams has shown some nice things and then David Green. Like We're counting on all those guys to give us big minutes. Marshall coming up on Thursday night. Obviously the conference opener, 8 p.m. tip inside the Thompson Assembly Center. I believe that game will be on ESPNU and ESPN2. Uh, what are some of the challenges that Dan D'Antoni's squad will present you guys? Well, they're the same team same type of team that they've been they're number two in the country in tempo they play extremely fast they're averaging close to 80 points a game they shoot 26 threes a game and they're one of the best in the country in percentages of uh, of their points coming from two they throw a ton of lobs they attack the, the rim very athletic do a lot of switching on the defensive end so they're, they're going to play with a, just a lot of speed and tenacity and you know we're, we're counting on our team to come out and 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 play with a lot of fire. And, you know, this is also, I, I can't remember, you guys might know better, but I can't remember a time that we've had a game inside the Thomas Assembly Center on ESPN2. It's been a long time. And yeah. great opportunity for our, our fans. Even though our students are on break, please do not sit at home and, and watch this game. Get to the Thomas Assembly Center. and let's, let's create a great, great environment that people across the world can watch. Absolutely, Coach. Tremendous stuff tonight. Thanks for joining us and uh, looking forward to a fantastic environment Thursday night as you guys get going in Conference USA action. Thanks so much, guys. Always great being with you. Eric Conkle, head coach of the Duncan Dogs, joined us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Duncan Dogs 9-3 and three overall, uh, being led by three players in double figures. Kenneth Lofton, Jr., averaging 18.1 points. Uh, pretty, pretty good. Mari Archibald, 13.6 points. And Keiston Willis, 10.7 points. I, I tend to lean towards however much, I don't know if that makes sense, but how well these young freshmen progress, Caleb Stewart, Kenny Hunter, Taron Williams, LaDamian Bradford, David Green off the bench, that's how far this team will go. I think the starting five's good enough 
to get Tech back to the dance, but they're going to need some points off the bench in some big spots. They only scored four points off the bench in that 66-57 loss to LSU. And uh, if I'm being honest, uh, four points off the bench just isn't going to cut That's it. That's not going to do it, no. No, no. probably not going to cut it. Uh, I, I, I hope this team breaks through because, uh, you know, Kenneth Lofton Jr. caught so much national recognition for his performance with Team USA over the summer. Can you imagine the recognition that this program would get if they went dancing with the no, baby-faced assassin? It'd be huge, but we, you and I both know it's it's not a single person that – no, it does this. And the same with the running game and the passing game in football. It's like the passing game is great when the running game is great. So, BC, we need Kenny Lofton Jr. to do what he do, but we need the bench to support him. And we as need well. Stacey Thomas to keep being a teddy bear. That's right. You be a teddy bear, but you be a bulldog on the court. Be Stacey ferocious, Stacey. You be ferocious. Let's go ahead, Darren. Next time out, we come back. Brooks Store, Lady Texers will join us. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Dog 97.7. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience uncommon banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Walpole Tire and Service loves supporting LaTeX football. And if you're going on a road trip to follow the dogs, they want you to get there safely. Count on the pros at Walpole Tire to keep your car in the game. From the largest selection of name brand tires in the area to expert ASE certified service, including brakes, tires, and front end repairs. Your home team for over 60 years. Walpole Tire and Service. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with BMW Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to BMW Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia, and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go, dogs. BMW Motors in Arcadia. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable, and serving part-time can help you graduate debt-free. Do you want to stay close to friends and family? The Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want. Learn more by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Hange, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Let's go right back to the hotline. Head coach of the Lady Texters, Brooks Store. Coach, how are we doing tonight? Doing great. How are you guys? We are, had a great Christmas. We did. Well, absolutely. Thank you. Hope you did as well. Uh, eight and three overall in the non-conference. I guess some of your thoughts on how your team has performed up to this point. 
Yeah, I feel like we've learned a lot about our group. Um, yeah, I'd like to have that Lafayette game back. I just didn't think we had our best effort that day, but um, had two really good tests on the road at Colorado's top 25. Um, Ole Miss, same thing. Those are both NCAA tournament teams with, um, you know, high-level uh, players on those rosters. So it was a really good test for us to be on the road early um, in November and face those teams. And, um, you know, we're, again, nine new faces. We're continuing to learn a lot about them and um, figuring out how this team needs to play in order to best be successful. And uh, we've had a couple of days back at practice now after um, having four days off for Christmas. And I'm excited about where we're headed and the direction. It's just this group is a lot of fun to coach. And, um, you know, each group is different and they each present their own challenges and, and uh, this group has been a lot of fun to coach. So we've, we've had a little adversity with some injuries and just battling through that and had some players step up. So it's been nice to see some of that depth developed in the post and um, see some players that maybe didn't play as much last year uh, get some quality minutes and, and make the most of it. Have you ever attempt, been a part of a team that attempted 46 free throws in a game like you guys did last week against the Never, never in my life. And – you know, I've been in. We had some games last year. I think we were we shot maybe thirty-eight. You know, in the thirties, which was a lot. But those were overtime games. I think those are probably you know not not in a regular forty minutes. The about it is, we told them at shoot around that morning, hey, don't expect any fouls to be called. You're on the road. Um, everybody's gonna be ready to go to Christmas. The rest probably you're gonna you know this is probably their last game before the Christmas break. So don't expect any calls. And we go to the line 46 times. It, I think we played the first quarter. It took us longer to play the first quarter than it did the first half when we played Boise State out in the Colorado tournament. So, I mean, what does the team say about that? Are they are, is it just kind of laughing about it when you get back in the locker room, or how do they react to that? Well, I mean, we were just trying to take advantage of it. I felt like we were, you know, obviously we made 40 of 46, which is really good. Um, but – I think for, for us in the first quarter, we, you know, they weren't scoring. I think they made two or three field goals, and then they scored like 13 points at the free throw line of their 16. And so we needed to not, um, you know, not foul them, or maybe it was 11. Um, but we, we stopped fouling. Once we stopped fouling a little bit, I think they ended up with 20 attempts. We always, and that's something that our groups, we always want to make more free throws in our opponent's attempt. That's a game goal every game. Um, and for us, to be able to get to the line 46 times, you know, that's pretty good. I, we're, we're shooting, I think, more free throws than anybody. We've attempted more free throws than anybody in the conference, um, in, in the non-conference of our conference opponents. So um, I'm, I'm pleased with that. You never know how it goes when you get to January and February if the game's going to be called the same. So we've got to continue to play through the paint and be aggressive and um, get our guards in some closeout situations where they can drive and attack the rim without a help defender being there. And you mentioned nine new faces on this roster. Two of those freshmen, Amaya Brandon, Sylvia Nativi, playing some big minutes, key rotation players for you guys. Uh, Eleven games into this thing, have you had to have the talk now that you're getting into conference play? you got to step it up a notch and kind of uh, you, you start treating them more like sophomores than they are freshmen. Yeah, I, I think we've kind of done that. We've eased them along, but we also – we, we give all of our players an opportunity to come out and earn it every day. And when you get put in that situation, you're expected to perform. And um, when you don't, the next man up, and um, we, we call on the next person to go in and, and be ready to go. But 
I think there's a they feel like there's a lot expected of them, but I think I think really good players want those expectations and um, you know, I think that when you have those it, it makes you perform at a higher level and um, they'll have their moments where they, you know, they'll make a freshman mistake and you you'll have to just work through it with them and the the really cool thing is that they're both really coachable. Um Amaya Brandon is as coachable as a player that we've had since we've been here. And I just, I love her versatility. I think she's got a huge upside. She's been freshman of the week um, in conference play or for the conference. And Mackenzie Worm comes out and goes 12 and 12, had seven boards in five minutes in the first half against um, McNeese with Anilar being out and just needing somebody to step up and fill that void there. And so it's it's been good to see those freshmen step up, and that's what we expect. We recruit players. We want them to play, and they've been able to do that. So that's, you know, great job our staff of bringing in quality players that can contribute and then for them to making that adjustment and um, continuing to play. But for everybody, you know, we our, our talk yesterday as we came back to practice is everybody's zero and zero at this point, and, Conference games are, are won and lost in one or two possessions a game, whether it's, you know, at the beginning or the end. And it's the importance of understanding um, how valuable each possession is um, on both ends of the floor. And uh, the teams that understand that, you know, they'll, they'll definitely rise to the top of the league. And you mentioned Anilar being out against McNeese. Obviously, you never want to lose one of your best players out of your lineup. But how big was that for the confidence of a Kate Thompson or a McKenzie Worm to get extended minutes and to perform at the level they did? Huge. It was huge. I was so proud of Kate. I mean, I think she had 10 in the first quarter, ends up with 14 and 8. Um, and I think that that's what, you know, we felt like all along that our fives, you know, is our deepest rotation of post definitely since we've been here um, but I think that's our deepest position on the court and you know you throw out the experience of Jadonna Davis and Kate Thompson now you know gaining more and more uh, experience as we go Mackenzie Worm coming in and having a, a double double um, she scored more and had more rebounds in one game than she did had all of you know the season and so that was just having an opportunity and there's the, we talk a lot about taking advantage of your opportunity when it comes and if you're pouty and you're not, you know, not if your head's not in the right spot and your heart's not in the right spot, when those opportunities come, you can't, you don't perform well. And and they've continued to compete and they've continued to have a good attitude and come to practice. And, you know, the great thing about Worm, um, we do workouts, our assistant coaches do workouts with them on game days um, in free practice or in, in shoot-around um and pregame warm-up and you know some players could take a look at that and go well gosh why, why am I having to do these workouts and on game day and she has really taken those to heart and you can tell it's just you know 15 extra minutes 20 extra minutes of development and um, that's what you want to see and you want to see that continue to happen throughout the season. How important is Salma Bates to run in this, yeah, I guess, the engine that makes you guys go both offensively and defensively? How important has she been and how important will she be going forward? Oh, I think she's extremely important to the success of this group and um, just very calm. I think she just has just an ability. She has great command of the basketball. She gets us into what we need to get in, get into offensively. She's a quiet leader, but she just makes plays when we need to have it. She never seems like she's sped up. Um, positive assist to turnover ratio, all the things you want in a point guard. She has a way of communicating with her teammates 
that is really mature. Um, she's not super loud, and you won't see that she's very demonstrative on the court, especially during a game, but she's constantly talking um, in her own way to them, and she just has a way about her of understanding how each player needs to be talked to, and I think that there's some maturity there that's really helped this group um, on both ends of the floor. But she's made some big plays for us in big moments already, and I think she's just extremely – we've got to make sure we do a great job of uh, managing her minutes, but I want her out there on the floor as much as possible. What, what's the status of Gabby Green and her injury going forward? Well, she had surgery um, back in November, and it was a big loss. Like, I would love to see this team with Gabby out there, and I think Lady Texter fans are going to love watching her compete uh, next year, of just the energy that she brings. We say this all the time, but you, she may be having a bad day, but you never, ever know that she's having a bad day. She's just one of those with an infectious personality. She competes so hard. She, she Her energy level is just tremendous, and we really miss her voice. Um, we miss a veteran leader out there. She's doing a great job of um, doing that from the bench, um, doing that in practice. But um, we won't have her this year. She'll be out um, for the rest of the year. But we'll have her for next year and really excited to get her in a Lady Texture uniform and have her out on the floor, and uh, especially with the, the group we have coming back and who we have coming in. You mentioned earlier about the road trip out to the Colorado tournament, and a long road trip. It'll be similar to this week. You guys travel out to Marshall. You play Western Kentucky on the back end of this road trip to open conference play. Are there some things that you lean on from that trip to Colorado, or is it full speed ahead? This is conference play. Uh, there needs to be a new level of focus. Well, I think, you you know, you fine-tune that focus, and that was the preseason. And, you know, like you said, we finished the non-conference 8-3, and three, and now everyone's 0-0, zero and zero, and now we focus on the conference portion that sets us up. We always look at it as a, a process of non-conference sets you up for conference play, conference play sets you up for postseason. And uh, we've talked about our two-game series every week and what that looks like, um, you know, aside from when you play your travel partner, which for us is Southern Miss, of, you know, our focus Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is our prep for Thursday, Saturday, and how quickly we can impart that um, scouting report, how quickly they absorb it, and how well we are able to execute it. But so much of, of being on the road is you've got to steal as many on the road as you can get, and then you've got to take care of your home court. And for us, it starts with our defense and our rebounding, um, controlling the the other team's uh, ability to, to take good shots and taking away their, their main threats and then controlling the glass and then being able to take care of the basketball and go down and execute offensively. And when this group, I, I think we're giving up 55 a game. I think that's second or third in the league. In the league. But um, we'll, if we can continue to do that and keep teams below 60, I think we'll, we'll have a, a chance to be in the top of the league when, when it's all said and done. Coach, great stuff. Looking forward to seeing you guys start the conference play on the road at Marshall before you all uh, return home next Thursday night against UTEP for Conference USA play. Thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. I'm, I'm excited. This is our last trip to Marshall. We've been there <laughs> five of the six years we've been here, and I'm really uh, thinking that we're paying taxes in West Virginia at this point. <laughs> not an easy place to get to. Thank you. It is not. Thanks, guys. Brooks Store head coach of the Lady Texters joining us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio as the Lady Texters 8-3 and three as they enter conference play this weekend. That's a 5 p.m. tip out in Huntington, 2 p.m. tip on Saturday 
against Western Kentucky. Both those games can be seen on the illustrious Judy Network, Conference USA TV. You got to love it. Let's go ahead. Take our next time out. You're listening to Bleed at Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. This is Jason Walker with Louisiana National Bank. No matter if you're buying your starter home or your forever home, Louisiana National Bank can take care of all of your home buying needs. Our rates and closing costs are competitive with not only your home team bank, but also those big online lenders. We have an amazing product portfolio, which means more ways to get you in your dream home, including low and no down payment options for qualified customers and properties. Conveniently apply online at ln.bank. L for Louisiana, N for national.bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. DQ fans, no need to stress this holiday season when you can chill out with the Candy Cane Chill Blizzard of the Month. Made with peppermint candy cane pieces, Choco Chunks, and our world-famous DQ Soft Serve, it's the perfect treat to help you kick back, relax, and enjoy this holiday season. Dairy Queen style. Take some me time today and try the Candy Cane Chill Blizzard of the Month only at your DQ. Happy tastes good. Get your edge on local and regional sports with The Edge on Sports Talk Radio. Jim Taylor Ford Lincoln brings you the 7 to 8 a.m. hour Monday through Friday. It's local regional sports talk with an edge on Sports Talk Radio. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Quint chimes in, says, if I watch on the CUSA website, do I get some holiday pecans? Uh, Quint, first off, you don't want to watch on the Conference USA website. It's absolutely terrible. The production value is uh, beyond atrocious. But uh, holiday pecans, they just they don't hit the spot for me. No. More it's of an of Oreo ball things, kind I of think guy. Is, is, People like to say it more than they like to eat them. Yeah. I'm more of an Oreo ball guy. Oreo balls. We had a bunch of those around the house. Did Christmas. you? Yeah, we did. Huh. What's on your wish list for Tech Athletics <laughs> in 2022? Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not an unrealistic guy, Ben. I, I do think that the football team is it's going to be a learning experience this year. All right, so what do you think a realistic record is right uh, now if I put you on the spot? I think we're bowling, you know. Maybe a six. That sucks. What do you mean that sucks? Bowl games suck. <sighs> Don't don't put me on the spot like that, Ben. I I mean we were what, three and eight last three and nine? That's pretty rough. I say we bowl this year. If you get to six and six, I'd be happy in Oh, would you? Yeah. Hey, Taves, you shocked by that? Ben said if we go to a bowl game he'd be happy. Uh <laughs> is there like a level between happy but yet not disappointed content yeah, i'd be content. content my concern is the quarterback position I, I don't really love what we have a lot to be figured out i don't really love what we have in the room and then uh you know you said that guy a transfer was a system guy but i don't know 
I, I I think next year. I think I think a change of attitude gets you two to three more wins off I, of last. I don't year. necessarily disagree. No, because I'm right. I I don't necessarily disagree with that. I mean the way that the way that we ended some of those games last year was just embarrassing, and it wasn't. I mean it was poor coaching and it was poor buy in. Tell us how you. Really I said it. it. I ain't scared. Um, let's see. But you got a whole you got a new offense coming in from the folks on Bleed Tech Blue. New staff. Uh, some wishes for 2022. Uh, trip to the NCAA tournament for the men's basketball team. Yeah. I mean, would you go if the men's basketball team? Where's it team, at? I don't know. Wherever. Probably not. Okay. Fair enough. Quint says World Series for baseball, bowl game, and exciting offense for football. See, Quint, this is, this is how you get people to be disappointed. one of the basketball teams. I mean, I'd love all that. That'd be too. a banner year. That would be a... Um, another one, a return trip to the NCAA regionals. Yeah, I think that's realistic. What I mean, do you think the team's better this year? Baseball? Much? Yeah. Ah, listen. Ah. I, I don't know. That's a no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't know if you can tell. You'll never convince me that you've replaced Parker Bates and Hunter Wells until I see it. So do you think we, uh, do you think Tech outperformed their ability last year? Or slightly pop, yeah, I think so. Like rode the little the wave of momentum. Yeah, I, I do think so. Tell you what, Tech fans watching Sonny Cumbie on the sideline, little fired up at his players. He'll get in their face. Woo! He's not a hand on the hip guy like Skip was, but he'll get in your face. Hope his uh, wife can't read lips. <laughs> wow! Did you catch a little glimpse, BC? Woo! A little feisty. That's not the Christmas language we're used to. Not going to lie. I like it, though. Yeah. Wish he had a visor on so I could see ah. some of that salad up top. <laughs> uh, football team rebuilding from the 2021 season and improved game day experience for home football games. Dear Lord, sweet baby Jesus, yes. Brent says bowling 2022 national championship. Anything else is unacceptable. Brett, that's Brett, a fair expectation. Not a truer statement out there. That's a fair expectation. National Brett. championship or bust. They are top ten in the country. Um, one says uh, more revenue sources. I don't disagree with that. Um, so, oh, one guy doesn't. Not a big fan of the old North End Zone project. Wants it. Uh, a revamped look than what we previously saw released. So they didn't like the project or didn't like that that's where the funds are going? Uh, doesn't like the look of the project, I believe. Yeah. I, I think it'll turn out looking great. I mean, it's an early I mean, they're not going to stick something out there that doesn't look good. What about beer in the stadium? Yeah, I think that'll probably happen, if I'm being honest. Um, Let's see. What about this one? Blue helmets. Hey. I Why would not? love blue helmets. Have we never had blue helmets? Not that I can recall. Oh, man, I would love blue helmets. <laughs> Quinn said anyone is exciting when compared to the statue that is Skip. <laughs> hey. Tell us how you really feel. Tell us how you feel. Um, Up our social media game. Listen, I think this is the most simple way that Tech could up their standard. Like, social media is not hard. No, every every twenty two year old majors in it. Exactly. Know? Find somebody that knows what looks good and doesn't have spelling errors. It's not a goober. Put them out there. Have them promote the program. Like take some jabs. Hey, this is what you do. You dial up the marketing department at Tech and say, "Hey, Doctor So and So, you got any young aspiring social media social experts? media experts?" And he'll say, "Yeah, I got two hundred and fifty, and only five of them are good. Here's their names." 
and you say, prove yourself. And then you say, all right, do you have any good graphic designers? And they're like, yeah, I got two. And you're like, everybody's right. a graphic designer. Uh, like, they make it so easy. Graphic designing is simple. But you're right. It's simple, Ben, but it's one of those things that makes you look 15 years behind if it's not done well. Oh, another one. Utilize the YouTube platform. Please. How do you, please. How do you want that to happen? Just like um, use a series. YouTube page. Just use a YouTube page and do shows from it. Like Inside Tech Football. Put it on YouTube. Oh, absolutely. Like It'd be simple to do it live. Also, how many aspiring videographers do we have out there? Like, what is is somebody following around the Cumbie staff and the spring ball to maybe generate some hype? You think oh, that's tough, bro? Ben, it's not tough. Create all right. If spring ball is three weeks of practice, yeah, give or take. Give I've said this numerous times. Give me three different, and I say this in quotes, shows. That are like 10 minutes in length yes. of the coaches coaching the players. Yes. That'll dial me up. Let's go to the hotline. We got Rafe. Rafe, what you got for us tonight? Hey, man. Well, I was listening to the first half, and so I wanted to chime in on the high points, low points um, discussion. You know, my I, I was at the Baseball Southern Miss series Saturday. I was at the NC State, um, the first game. And what made those games memorable for me was the environment, yes. more even more than the outcome. If you have a, you know, if you have, if you're sitting on your on your, uh, you know, just pins and needles, excited about the game, the the crowds engage. It's just a diff, different energy, and and it changes the way that you watch the game. You know, instead of just kind of sitting there, you know, talking to your friend, realizing they're playing and watching it here and there, you're you're dialed in. And I thought that um, the atmosphere at the at the Love Shack had that energy, but to me, I, I, the most enjoyable as far as atmosphere was was this um, this game against LSU we played at Brookshire's. I mean, just it, just from the walk up to the pregame to the entire experience. I mean, now I wanted to win the game, but. But I thought our guys performed well. I thought that we were, you know, not the stage wasn't too big for us. Uh, I, I, you know, I personally like basketball a little bit better, so that's probably what tilted me to that to to favor that a little bit more. But uh, that to me was, I mean, as far as the most enjoyable tech event I've been to, it's you know because football just didn't even register. It was it was basically. You know, waiting for the game to end most nights. I mean, even if we were playing okay, I was still was wondering how much longer I needed to stay. That's <laughs> how uncomfortable it was for me. I mean, maybe it's it, it was the stands. I don't know, but it's just the whole thing was was. I mean, I thought the students came out a couple of those games, but yeah. nevertheless, it was just the product was poor, and the and the crowd didn't care about it. And that's that's kind of what it felt like. It's, if you yelled out, it almost seemed weird. So uh, that's how it feels. But going forward, this basketball team, I, I don't know if if, uh, if we're going to challenge for the conference championship. I don't know what the crowds are going to be like, but I know I'm going to be there because I, I, mean, I think they're worth watching. No doubt. No, I, I totally agree. Great stuff. Thanks, Quit. Appreciate it. Or, Rafe, excuse me. Thanks, Rafe. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> My bad, Rafe. Have a good one. No, good stuff. I, I mean, listen, I, I – I tend when you talk about like basketball versus football, 
I tend to gravitate towards tech basketball games over football because of the atmosphere part of yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, let's not even talk about how it's a shorter game, more inside, you don't get yeah. to deal with the weather, more fans. But uh, As my kids call it, the inside tech games. Yeah, and here's the deal. Basketball is a little more like anything can happen. Football is kind of like you're you going to get what you're going to get, you know. Uh, it's just tougher to, you know, a big game like that, it's like, man, it could happen, you know. Uh but something about being inside is louder. It's uh, more confined. Yeah, the atmosphere is crazy. It's it's good stuff. And that and that I wasn't at the Tech LSU game, but uh, saw the pictures and heard from a lot of people that it was incredible. Uh, some more wishes for twenty twenty two. Create cinematic narrated hype videos. Yeah, that's not. I mean, it's not hard. Uh, yeah, I can narrate some of those. Uh, Who's got? Who would you have narrate the tech stuff? Terry Bradshaw. John Tabor. What? Tabes. Yeah. Terry Bradshaw. Would he be good? I don't know. Hey, did you see? I saw a clip the other day, him talking about Baker Mayfield. He said he didn't like him <laughs> on the pregame show. Really? He's like, you're not supposed to bash these guys, but I don't like him. Uh, one person said, uh, "He's a loose cannon." I'm just saying, you never know what he's going to say if he's narrating our videos. We're coming up on the tenth anniversary. Oh, Phil Robertson. Yeah, we could get Phil. Phil can narrate. Yeah, Phil's a big tech fan, from what I hear. <laughs> um, we're coming up on the tenth anniversary of the Tyrone Duplessis passing. I uh, would love for the athletic department to honor him somehow. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Maybe a black jersey game that are auctioned off after the game to endow a scholarship. That would be pretty See, sweet. Ben, it just doesn't take much. It doesn't take much it imagination. Take much. Number what that does, it raises money, it uh, shows appreciation, and also engages the fan. God forbid we engage the fan base, Ben. I bet. Could you imagine? Like, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Uh, Quinn says, how about put coaches' shows on local TV? How about BC host those coaches' shows? Yeah. You know? idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm still, I'm still a huge fan of, uh, hype videos being better. And then maybe like a little 10 minute, like you said, a little mini series. Hey, you don't got to get in the meeting room and get all the, you know, the super secret information. Well, you could cut Just be stuff on the, that can't I know be what I'm saying. Be on the cut, practice field. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I would watch it over Get Sonny Cumbie kicking down a door after a Brad practice, and you telling me I'm not buying season tickets right after that airs? Exactly. Oh, I'd be all in. Also, uh, shocker, we got like 15 new faces on the staff. Maybe put them in front of a camera and let me get to know them a little yes. bit. Yes. Holy Ben, is it hard? Smokes. Is it that hard? Like, just have a 15-minute show right. with them on YouTube. You don't got to go get the Hard Knocks guys in here, okay? Just get little little Joe that's a little creative. Yeah, Stick him out there with the camera. Beck, you know just ben, right where to hit me. Ben, i seen all these commercials about what, a, you know, they show a video and they're like, it was shot on an iPhone. Simple. Ben, Simple. It's not hard. Buy an iPhone 13 and go to work. It ain't difficult. It ain't difficult. Tabes, let's go ahead. Take our final timeout of the evening. We come back. We'll put a bow on it. We'll make our college football playoff picks as we get set for the semifinals on Friday, New Year's Eve. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7.
Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience uncommon banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Walpole Tire and Service loves supporting La Tech football. And if you're going on a road trip to follow the dogs, they want you to get there safely. Count on the pros at Walpole Tire to keep your car in the game. From the largest selection of name brand tires in the area to expert ASE certified service, including brakes, tires, and front end repairs. Your home team for over 60 years. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatterload, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Wake up. Did you know? Wake up and hear what you've been missing. It's the Nick Brown Show. Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 a.m. on 97.7. Follow Nick on Twitter, Facebook, and listen online. Wake up. Join us this Saturday. It's the Nick Brown Show, 8 to 10 a.m. Saturdays on 97.7. Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Final segment of the show as we put a bow on uh, tonight's show and 2021 here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Sports Talk 97.7. Uh, coming up later in the week, Duncan Dogs will host Marshall. That's an 8 p.m. tip Thursday night on ESPN2. Uh, they will also host Western Kentucky on Saturday. That is a 1 p.m. tip on CBS Sports Network. Lady Texters are on the road at Marshall in Western Kentucky. Those are 5 p.m. and 2 p.m. tips, respectively. Ben, ben are you going to be at the Thursday night game? Uh, there ain't no doubt. Got Available the, for autographs. Got the kids. A lot of people asking. Sent to the grandparents. Okay. Me and Mrs. BTB hitting the town. Do they want two more? Uh, come on, bro. They might. <laughs> um, but we are uh, going to be out on the town ready to watch some Dawkins dogs. That's BC's idea of a date night. BC's wife, yeah, not so much, but she can deal hey, with it. Hey, you just, she, she just says she doesn't like it, but then she'll be the loudest one in that dang arena. She is very, very passionate. Take it to a nice meal. Exactly, Tapes. Exactly. A little Arby's before the game or something? Ain't nothing better. A little Huddle House. <laughs> uh, did you see your boy Boston Scott found the end zone yesterday? I did, and I also saw a little clip of... Uh, I don't know who the what, Eagles coach Boston is. Boston found the end zone yesterday? Yes. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Sunday. So, Ronnie, what's the Eagles coach name? Like, where did he, Nick where did he come from? He couldn't look more less like a head coach. He sounds so nerdy, too. I just, I never heard of the guy. 
Uh, anyways, he, he did a nice little clip this morning on the Twitter talking about Boston, how he comes in and just does his Sounds like Boston's going to get some run this week with uh, old Sanders out. Yeah, Sanders is out again. He's an injury-prone injury, uh, injury prone little fella. But uh, speaking of little fella, Boston will get some playing time. Boston's got 326 yards rushing, five touchdowns this year. Uh, he's efficient. Uh, only had one touchdown a season ago. Uh, so he's kind of bounced back here in 2021. This, this may shock you. I'm not like, you know. Sure, I'd love Boston to be uh, the guy and scoring 30 yeah. touchdowns a year, but it's, a contract it's just year good him. to see him continue to be successful, even in the role that he's in. It's it's to me, it's like you're solidifying your, yourself into the league a little bit, you know. Like somebody's always going to want a guy to back up that can handle it if need. You know, that's a good point. There's a lot of people that have made a lot of careers. They call him old who's reliable. That, who's that? Uh, that bald quarterback that bounces around to every team. Uh, Hoyer, Brian Hoyer, oh. that dude, he hadn't he won a game. He he hadn't won a game in thirty years, but that dude is the high, most always highly regarded backup in the league. It's always on a roster. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. He's got what, like seven stints in New England? Yeah, oh, at least. Uh, yeah, that, he hadn't even sold his house. Guy. They just said, just keep it, just keep the house. I'll be back. He'll be back. Uh, Texas Tech takes a thirteen-seven lead over Mississippi State right here before the half. Thirteen seconds remaining. Uh, I'd like to see Cumbie get this W against his former. Oh, you know he can't wait for the Gatorade bath. Oh, the Gatorade bath, and then you can't wait for the interview from Mike Leach at the end of the game. Mike Leach looks like he cares about his game just as much as I do, which is not much. But Uh, College football playoffs. Uh, Bama, Cincinnati, what are your thoughts? Uh, Cincinnati, they love to talk about how they're relevant and they deserve to be up there, but they're going to get absolutely destroyed. Bama, uh, Quint says Bama destroys yeah. Cincinnati by 28. I got them more than that. It's going to be Bama by 35, and everybody's going to just forget about Cincinnati. Wow, you didn't listen to The Edge this morning, no, did you? No, I did not. Uh, but, so I said it's going to be about seven and a half minutes remaining in the game, fourth quarter, and Desmond Ritter's going to have the chance to take Cincinnati down to tie the game. Bama Jim chimed in. Uh-oh. And uh, Bama Jim said that I'm acting like an idiot. I agree with that. 100%. <laughs> so you think it's a blowout? I think it's a tight game. It's I think not Bama, a tight game. I think Bama wins, you but forget- I think it's a tight game. Oh, Saban is just going to tell the guys to quit playing with their left hand, start playing with the right, which is their dominant hands, and they're going to absolutely destroy it. It's not going to be close. Who you got? Cincinnati? I think I got- I think. I think the Cincinnati is the type of team that bugs Nick Saban more than anybody because they just think that they're relevant. And he doesn't And like they that. beat a bunch of teams that are terrible. And then they get in the playoffs, and Saban wants to beat them by 40. Welcome to the big leagues. We will find out. I don't know who's we? Georgia's playing. Who are they playing? Uh, Georgia's playing Michigan. Yeah, we'll see it. Georgia by 100. Uh, well, Quint says Captain Khaki Jim Harbaugh sends Kirby into retirement. That ain't happening. I hope Harbaugh wins so bad. As mu- Hold on a sec. Dude, as Michigan, much as you love John Harbaugh, you don't respect Jim. No, you sit I here don't and drool Michigan. over no. John Harbaugh you every why. week because he goes for two and loses. Yeah. You love it. I a hundred percent. I love it. He goes to the sideline and says, asks his team, his guys. Oh, you think they're going to say no? They're not a bunch of pansies. Exactly because he's their coach. They're not pansies. Oh, T- Ben, you tell me if the skipper would have gone. To the sideline this year and said, "Hey guys, you want to go for it on this fourth and one at Rice to win the game after our absolutely atrocious season?" Fourth and a toe. They'd have been like, "I don't know, Coach. A little tired. A little tired. Uh, also, we don't care. Uh, so go ahead and punt it." That's what I think would have happened. Ben, here's the thing with Michigan football. I'm out on Michigan after they thought Shea Patterson was 
the freaking the James guy. always finds a chance to hey. take a shot at Calvin. The, always. Sh- everybody. I thought Shea was terrible. I mean, awful. And everybody's like, Shea Patterson is hey, the if one thing, he's consistent. He is, Tapes. It never fails. And then Shea goes to the league and gets on a practice squad, and the coach is like, dude, you even play football? Wait, like, you are terrible. He was in the league? I don't know. He went to a practice. Got invited. Maybe on something yeah, happened. Not even a cup of coffee. That's like a dinner mint. Yeah. <laughs> a dinner But, I, I mean, I never thought the guy was good, and everybody was drooling over him, and they were horrible. They couldn't, they couldn't face any adversity. I got nothing for Michigan. I know uh, Barstool Dave loves him. I know he's a big Michigan guy. Michigan don't stand a chance. He's a Michigan man. Don't stand a chance. Well, I'm taking Michigan. In other news, BC, you have, you uh, you won in fantasy a couple weeks ago. You avoided the the loser. In ball. other news, you've been eliminated. Yeah, got lost. By have you ever won a playoff? No, I have game. not. But I did. You've get never a, won a playoff. No, game. I got to buy this week, this year, and that was the best I've ever done. Taves, Beck's kids are teenagers next week, and uh, he's not. He still hasn't won a playoff. I mean, Ben game. was Ben didn't even make playoffs. I don't even. I don't even know why you're thinking you can talk to me about this. But uh, that was a tough he's loss. Got a point there, BC. Yeah. Uh, he does. Oh, you had like a 150 game losing streak. I don't want to hear. It. All right, don't want to hear it. Been a fun show tonight. Want to thank Eric Conkle, Brooks Store, for joining us on the hotline as both the Duncan Dogs and the Lady Texters get set to start. Conference USA play. So for Beck Haynes, for our producer John Tabor, I'm BC. Thanks for listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. We'll see you in 2022. for listening to the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Join us every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host Ben Carlisle on the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Well, here's the, what the I'd say. Here's what, and stay yeah. on the line. And Solomon, that's and I get, Obviously, sure. that's LeBron fair. has a lot of say. Yep. But at the end of the day, Rob Palinka and Jeannie Buss, or, you know, Kurt Rambachie's empowered, whoever, at the end of the day, they got to the say. I mean, LeBron is the top player, obviously. But at the end of the day, Rob Palinka's the GM, and 
LeBron's locked up under contract. No, but but it's not, Chris. I, I no, hear look, you. Rob, if you, you know were the GM, Rob, LeBron if is you were different. the GM, Rob, would you let LeBron James strong arm you? Yeah. Especially when he's uh, when well, I'm, I, if I'm Rob Pelinka, I, I wouldn't necessarily. No, I'm, I, I'm I'm just telling you when you sign LeBron. You know what you're signing up for. Pat Riley his, didn't do his, that. His, well, that's why Pat he Riley left. Didn't sign that's up why for that. he left. Right. Well, they I got understand. two rings, though. No, but that, that's why he and four trips to the finals. But that's why it didn't work a long term. Well, partly, where he I stayed. mean, he part of him wanted to go back to Cleveland too. Well, I'm just saying. But my point is, with with Palenka is, I mean, even when they no. won the championship, he didn't even get executive of the year. Like, like people are like, oh, you're not doing anything. Come on, let's not. Who are we kidding you? We know LeBron has a lot. Year 19, time is ticking, so they have to build around him and give him what he wants to try to win nah, championships. you don't. For you time. don't. You All don't. Right. You don't. I mean, I if you. you got the job, you got the title, then do I, the job. I, I agree, but they like don't I work said, like it's, that. It's one I thing agree. if he's a free agent, right? He ain't a free agent. He ain't going nowhere. And so I, that's all I'm saying. I right, get it. Obviously, LeBron's got juice, but come on, man. Let's squeeze one more in. Andre in Massachusetts, you're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What up, Dre? What's going on? Thanks for taking the call. Yeah, it's true. Russell Westbrook is loyal to the soil, a futile soil that does not produce wins. Okay? He's a stat <laughs> guy. He's been a, you know, and that's, so the triple-double, so on and forth, but I can't have him in the same sentence as Oscar Robertson because Oscar Robertson was a winner. Okay, he broke through and got well, that Oscar, let's, let's set, keep it real. Oscar Robertson won, and, and I'm not saying Russ is as good as Oscar Robertson. He's not. But Oscar Robertson yes, yes. won a championship with Kareem, and that was it. Yeah, Oscar he played on bad teams. Finals, he played on right. bad teams in Cincinnati. Those right, were bad. right. I mean, they had a couple nice, decent little runs. You know, the, the playoffs were part. shorter then. But, for the but most yeah, Oscar part, wasn't right. winning. Yeah. Before he got to Kareem. All right, Dre. So, yeah. All right. Um, we got Randy Mueller coming up next. Um, but first, David Gascon with the update. Gasman. Guys, uh, leading things on for the passing today of John Madden at the age of 85 was unexpected. Uh, Madden won a Super Bowl, Super Bowl Eleven, in fact, with the Oakland Raiders, was elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, worked as a broadcaster for four networks before eventually retiring. Great man passes away at the age of 85. Have we, have we heard anything, Dave? Nothing like w- what what it was or anything? No, not, they, just said it was, they just said flat out that it was unexpected. Right. So, so, that, weren't, so that right. is he it. wasn't sick or... Right, that age, you know. It's just, yeah, at 85, it could just be a heart or something. We just... I'm, we don't know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I do know that FS1 in a few minutes is going to be showing uh, a lot of different highlights of Madden, and NFL Network is going to be doing the same. Uh, so that might be something you guys... Uh, Chris with one of your they 10 should, TVs. They, they have these already set up. You know, you have people who work on iconic people, you know, for their uh Like newspapers, obituaries. you know this, oh, yeah. they got They got several obituaries you, you know who You know who writes obituaries for the New York Times? Who? Harvey Aradin, who we've had on. Does, is he doing that now? Yes. Yeah, so he... Because he, he didn't... I don't think he used to... I, no, no, no. This is new. This is like a job. Yeah, okay. So any major sports figure... Man. You know what I mean? Like he's yep. written their obituary because you know what, Dave? You can't wait till the day of. Right. Right. It's got to be researched and written and ready to go like oh, immediately. So. That is that's what they do. I, 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 they probably got Rob Parker's obituary. Oh, did you guys? Uh, did you guys? Ever I mean, have to just do that? not that you die anytime soon, but you know, you 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 that level of do. Yeah. When, oh. <laughs> when you guys when you guys were writing on the regular, did you guys have to do that? 
No, no, I no, never. No. Usually, I mean, I think I wrote. I may have written one, but a guy. It may have been a person who wasn't, you know, uh, a legend. Gotcha. Right. I don't even know if I did one. I'm, I, for some reason, I but feel those like are I for those are for too. like legendary figures right. Yeah. and right. a senior writer who's covered sports for a long time. Sure. That's usually what they do. Gotcha. Gotcha. Guys, stick with the NFL. The NFL. And the NFL.